One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader Weekends. Every Saturday we bring you a bonus episode of our business podcast, How to Be a CEO. This is a cut-down version, so hit the link in the show notes to hear the full thing or search your podcast provider for How to Be a CEO. There are new episodes every Monday morning. I mean, there are dream jobs, right? Everyone has their own astronaut, athlete, having your own ice cream parlour on a beach. All exciting. But running a beer company, that's got to be pretty high up on the list for a lot of people. I joined because I just always had a love of consumers, consumer behaviour and brands and how brands interacted with them. And then I also joined because, you know, I love the category. It's a category I participate in almost every day. And I just thought this company had the best brands in the world. Brian Perkins is the president of the Budweiser Brewing Group in the UK and Ireland. A job he took over in December 2021, just as the world was recovering from the pandemic. If you think about the pub as a, as a, as a human invention has given a lot to you know, happiness over the history of the human race. Were the pub not to exist, life would be worse. And I would say the same for beer. I'm David Marsden from the Evening Standard. So Brian became president of a huge brewer in a year when, yes, we were all allowed out of our houses again, but the cost of living crisis was just about to bite. So when we meet, the first thing I want to know is, have those two events changed entertainment, a night out, the way that people drink? During covid Bars, pubs and restaurants were closed. People could only consume beer at home. They learned how to be at home much better. So they invested in their homes that people bought bigger TVs, nicer sound systems, better cooking equipment. They learned to cook. Um, They became better at entertaining. And a lot of those investments are still there. So now that we've come out of the pandemic and pubs, bars and restaurants are open again, even though on the first day everything opened up, we all the number one thing we all wanted to do was meet in the pub. Those habits have stuck. So actually more consumption is happening in people's homes now than than in, in the pre-pandemic times. But are they drinking the same kinds of things that they did in the pre-pandemic time? Have tastes changed? Have styles changed? We thought that in COVID, people might have gone to sort of more value-oriented offerings, but they didn't. They continued to buy nice beers for them to have at home. And so that trend kind of was there before COVID, there during COVID, and it continues to surge right now. So in that sense, people are still wanting to what we call trade up, treat themselves uh, with affordable luxury within beer. What we have seen, though, is uh, growth in a couple of 
interesting segments. So the non-alcoholic beer segment is really surging. The low alcohol beer segment is surging. And then also a growth we see in a, what we call kind of near beer, uh, ready to drink products. So canned cocktails and things like that. I'm interested in the rise of the low and non-alcoholic beverages. Is that because of cultural changes or is it because those drinks have got better themselves? Do they taste better than they did 10 years ago? Definitely a rise in abstention, let's say, from alcohol from alcohol drinking in, in the country, a rise in the population of certain religious groups. Um, but a big, big driver is actually what you touched on, which is the production processes for brewing non-alcohol beers have dramatically changed. If you had a, a non-alcohol beer 15, 20 years ago, it probably tasted awful. And now the brewing process has become so much more finessed that these beers taste absolutely fantastic. And they're the, you know, a lot of the beers that we now field, like Corona Zero is our biggest, you know, biggest player in this field. Yeah, I'm really interested in how the technology itself adapts in the industry. That changes all the time, doesn't it? It changes all the time. And, and I think that one of the biggest efforts we, we've had is to try and technologize a relatively manual industry. So this is a traditional industry. And until very recently, you know, sales reps were going into shops, bars, restaurants and taking orders on a piece of paper with a pencil and taking it back to, you know, a depot and you know, transmitting the order and things like that. So there's huge opportunities to advance that. Um, and the biggest the biggest thing that we're doing is deploying our uh, e-commerce platform, which is called Bees in the industry. So this is an ordering platform in the same way that you or I might use Amazon on our phone to order things to our house. This is a chance for retailers or pubs to order directly from us or from wholesaler partners on an app. And it, you know, it doesn't sound super revolutionary, but for the category, uh, it's highly revolutionary. What's interesting in that is how it is supporting the pub. The pub! We have to save the pub, Brian. So many of them have struggled recently with the cost of living crisis, the pandemic. How does a company like yours and should a company like yours support bars, restaurants around the UK and I guess across the world? We have a task force and have had since the beginning of COVID on how can we try to you know, stimulate more footfall to pubs? How can we try and drive more people to pubs? How can we try and help pubs out? You know, coming out of the pandemic, we ran a campaign called Stella Tips, uh, which was this idea that in the first month after the reopening, if you ordered a pint of Stella Artois in a pub, you automatically tipped, paid by us, uh, the bar staff one pound. Then we followed that up with a campaign called Stella Please, because there was this strange trend after the lockdowns ended, where hospitality staff were suffering a lot of uncourteous and rude behavior. So they were getting kind of shouted at or, um, you know, people being mean to them, I, I guess, because people were, you know, frustrated and still tense coming out with all the, you know, post COVID restrictions, you had to order from your table and all these kind of irritations, you had to book a table, you had to be evenly spaced, and they were taking out on the staff. So we introduced another program where if you said, please, as a consumer, uh, when you ordered your pint of Stella, it was an automatic donation to Hospitality in Action as a charity. Okay, let's go to the ads. While they're on, hit your follow button. And also, if this is your first visit to How to Be a CEO, go and have a look at the back catalogue. We've had some incredible names on the show with loads of great advice and some really good stories. It's all waiting for you on your podcast provider. It's that time of the year. 
Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. And I guess you have to take a massive holistic approach too. I know Budweiser has been involved in initiatives like Walk Safe Plus. Could you tell us a bit more about that? Yes, we have this idea where we want to try to create a a healthier nighttime economy. And that's hard in a cost of living crisis because people are, for financial reasons, discouraged from going out. And also because there's a risk that the streets become less safe. Because when people are going through tough times, you know, crime rates can rise. And, you know, if you're if you're a young person on your own, if you're part of a vulnerable group, if you're a woman and you need to get home, you know, and the cost of a taxi has gone up significantly, you might decide to walk. And so all of these can become potential impediments to you actually wanting to go out to the pub in the first place. And that's bad for, uh, you know, everyone, as as we just talked about. So one of the initiatives that we... Uh, we worked on was to was to find a lead partner and a thought leader in this space, which was this company called WalkSafe. And they have an application that helps anyone, but is particularly pertinent for vulnerable groups to find a safe way home. Brian, when you joined the Brewer all those years ago, it's been a while, were you expecting to do things like this? Did you anticipate that your role would take in a massive cultural aspect to it as well as, you know, trying to drive a business? As I've become more senior in the company, there's just been this amazing chance to use the scale and power and cultural pull that we have to try to change the world. So for me, highlights include in a previous role, I ran the Budweiser brand globally um, and we decided to make all of our Budweiser in the world uh, brewed with 100% renewable electricity. I guess that is one of the key differences or big advantages of working with such a big company like Budweiser. In comparison to a small company just starting up like a microbrewery, once you get into a certain scale, is there a responsibility from that company and the people in it to change the world? I think that you have a responsibility as as a global citizen, as a corporate citizen, I think the way society is going is unless people feel that you are a net positive to society, your ability to operate is going to be highly curtailed in the future. And that's not really that's not why we sit around and think up these ideas and do them. We we do them because we're excited by them and they galvanize our people and they become a huge draw for talent as well who want to work here. Um, There's many other benefits to doing these things. But I think that fundamentally, you know, 
people need a hundred years from now to look around and go, you know what? Life's better having that company with those brands around because they're helping here, here and here, because they're employing people here, here and here, because they're driving the conversation forward, because they're making the category safe and inclusive and respectful and dignified. And if you're not doing that, then what are you doing? Because uh, I mean, we can all, we there's plenty of ways just to go and make money, but you also want to be able to tell your kids one day why you did what you did and why you chose to spend your time the way that you did. So I do think there's a responsibility and there's also an obligation. That was Brian Perkins from Budweiser. For more interviews, news and analysis, go to standard.co.uk forward slash business. How to be a CEO is back on Monday morning. We'll see you then. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.